I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back to One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. And pleased to be joined now in studio by Bills cornerback Xavier Rhodes who is our fresh off-the-field interview this week, which is brought to you, as always, by Austin Air, the official clean air provider of the Buffalo Bills. Xavier, man, it's like you got here. There was like a little hiccup there with an injury. Then you're working your way back, and then bang, you're on the active roster, and then bang again, you're in the lineup. Like, I mean, I know you've seen a lot in your time in the league. I mean, you're a 10-year vet and everything, but how was that – kind of that was a new transition right it's a little different than what you used to in terms of ramping up for a season yeah I mean it was it was something to uh get accustomed to but um mentally I had to fight myself throughout throughout throughout, you know and uh, tell myself you know trust the process trust myself trust my technique trust my teammates so yeah, I told you, it's always uncomfortable until you come to a new place and all of a sudden you're hurt. Now you can't contribute. Now you're just kind of like, all right, I got to get ready. You can't, even, you know, you don't feel like you can contribute right away and show the guys how much you can. Now that you're, you can get on the field, and I was teasing you before we came on, but you've got some, let's finger quote, experience. Mm-hmm. But you're in a room, <laughs> you're in a room with some young dudes, yeah, uh, like Christian Benford and Kyrie Elam. But you also have Trey, mm-hmm. Trey Tredavious over there as well. It's got to be a really good, nice mix. Yes, man. Um, it, you would be amazed on how the room is. You have guys that's, that's young in year one and year two, and you have guys that's in year 10 and year five or six or seven. It's like a mixture of everything. But we all connect. We all come together. We all understand one another. And having a group of guys like that, man, it's, I mean, the sky's the limit. You know, and I, I feel good in this group. I know that you've probably crossed paths with Trey before just by the length of time you've been in the league, the length of time he's been in the league. But his teammates always talk about how the vibe is different when he's on the practice yeah, field. Now, yeah. you saw him getting ready for a while, mm-hmm. but then, you know, the last couple of weeks, and not only on the practice field, on the game field, too, mm-hmm. there's a vibe to him. Mm-hmm. What's it like lining up with him, whether it's practice or a game? Does he just make it 
fun or yes. what what is it about his vibe if you can his explain it from a teammate word, perspective say fun he makes it fun he makes you feel comfortable he makes you happy um he just make you don't think about the thing that happened previous you know he keeps you looking to what's present and the future you know and um next play and next play basically you know so and that's the, that's a good leader to have on your team that's going to keep a smile on your face when you're looking down and holding your head down he's going to come to you tell you a joke or tell you what you need to work on but in most in the most positive in the most positive way nice. you've been around the block been the pro bowl you're all pro i mean you've you've got some skins on the wall i mean you've accomplish some things you got a group of this this group now and this defense with this team and the expectations mm -hmm. that are attached to it uh tell us what the the vibe is in the locker room about that and your experience and how that intertwines um the vibe is just basically not not to feed into it not to feed it to the noise you know and um once you feed into it then you start to put more weight on your shoulder than what you need to and once you just get the call and make the plays and do what you need to do i mean Skies and let me you know you ain't got to worry about anything else. Mm -hmm. You've got big division games here, three in a row. You took care of business in the first one last Thursday. Get that nice little mini buy here down the stretch. That had to feel good. Oh. And then, but then you, I mean, you know, these are going to be rock 'em sock 'em games with mm -hmm. these division opponents that are fighting for the same thing you guys are fighting for. How do you, how do you kind of walk into this? Because, you know, you want to treat every game that you're playing is the most important one when it's sitting there in front of you. But at the same time, you don't want to make it bigger than it is so you could stay focused on the task at hand. So how do you go into this Jets game, especially knowing they got you guys the first time? Um, just saying it's the next game. But also I want to state that every team in this division is pretty pretty good. Yeah. You know, they about 500, plus 500. You know, So we got to go in each and every game. We place we play in the division game knowing that, hey, this division is pretty tough, and they they're coming after us. So, coming this week, we know they're gonna come after us again and um, try to win it, try to win this game. So we got to just play hard for hard ball and play our kids. Yeah, like one of the things I had to ask you early in your career, Leslie Frazier was your head coach in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, rookie year, rookie right. year, right? And then, and then now today, it just came out. He was he's now in the Black College Football Hall of Fame this mm -hmm. year, class of twenty twenty three. He's he's an accomplished guy. We talk about it. He's one of the legendary members of that eighty five Bears team, mm -hmm. all of that stuff. And now he he comes back after all these years, and he, he reaches out, and then you're playing under him again as defensive coordinator. How tell us about that relationship? Oh, man, it's a great relationship. I remember when I was a rookie, he, he just trusted and believed in me, you know, and um, gave me the opportunity to play as a rookie, to start as a rookie. You know, and, um, and knowing what I know now, if you have the opportunity coming in and starting, you know, and starting when you're playing against Megatron, you know, it's like, that's a big guy. You know, that's right, a primetime right. guy. They trust <laughs> right. you to be on him. Right. So it's like, yeah, that, that shows a lot, like how much trust he, he had in me and um, to bring me here also is – it kept it going from that relationship. You look at, you know, some of these young receivers the Jets have and that they're putting out there. Obviously, Garrett Wilson's kind of leading the charge for them over there. I'm sure you've seen a lot of young receivers, you know, come through this league that you've had to match up against. What is it about some of these rookies that seem to acclimate to the pro game real quick? Like, Garrett Wilson is probably an yeah. example of that. Like, he just kind of jumped in the league, hit the ground running. You know, do not pass go, do not collect $200. He's just rolling. Mm -hmm. um, what is there a common thread that you see in a lot of these rookie receivers that get it quick and mm -hmm. produce 
early. Is there a common thread that you find in some of these rookie receivers that just take to it and go? Um, from my experience, from what I'm seeing, it's, it starts in the offseason, you know, and I see guys from, like, high school, you know, working on their craft, knowing they want to be a receiver or a corner, and they're not playing, you know, quarterback or running back and going to play corner. They're playing one position. They're mm. working on that position. from Specialize. Specializing that one position and just from high school on out. So when I know when I was in um, high school, it was – I was playing running back. Right. I was playing quarterback. Right, 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 I was right, playing right, all yeah. different types. I was yeah. playing different positions. It's different That's now. The way it it's is. different now. Now these guys are really specializing in one position, and they sticking to it that, all the way to the college. That mm-hmm. comes from also being at a big enough high school. I mean, if you come, you know, a small high school like the one I went to, I don't know what, what kind of high school you went to, but there ain't nobody else to play. I mean, mm-hmm. you you got to go, and if you're the best guy on both sides of the ball, you got to play both sides of the mm-hmm. ball. You do that to help your team win. It's part of the. Learning process of being a great teammate mm-hmm. is doing everything you can. Yeah. Um, I think it's a gift to be at a, at a larger school and being able to get quality coaching on a craft that you can continue to work at. And I think we see, and you can tell me now, uh, you came in 2013, I came in 20 years, but 25 years before that, the players that are coming out now are way more polished. <sighs> Way more polished, yes, way they better. They're, yes. they're way better than than guys were when I was coming out. <laughs> way more. Yeah. Because you look at, you look at uh, Wilson, uh, he come in and out his breaks. Like it seemed like he'd been in the league for a couple of years right. now. It looks effortless. It looks effortless. Like looks he, second nature. Yeah. yeah it's they like don't have it's to think cra- about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So you know, with guys like that, you just yeah. you know you just play them. Like play your technique. You know, you trust in yourself because he's gonna definitely trust in him. So would you, if you had to describe him, would you call him a a technician type player. I mean, obviously he has physical gifts, but mm-hmm. is his calling card being a precise, you know, a precision type route runner, or yeah. where he makes every route look the same? Or what? What is, what is his bag? Type, yeah, precision type run, route runner. He's a great route runner. You know, he's like I say, getting out on his breaks. And once he make that first that first cut, it's explosive. The next two steps is is out of here. Like okay. you have to be on point. You know, and um, with that guy, you just can't blink. Like that would <laughs> that would Vaughn say all the time, don't blink. Yeah, yeah. And with him, mm-hmm. once you blink, I mean he he just might get past you. So you gotta keep your eyes on him at all times. Gotcha. Yeah, and this jet game, this jet team um really thrive. I mean, you got a Mike White coming in, they've been struggling. Zach Wilson was there early. Um they've struggled to find a guy to take snaps, but they feel like they're gonna rally mm-hmm. around Mike. this young guy, this Mike White. Um give us a sense, and you've probably been through this once or twice in your career where you're on the other side of the ball. You know, mm-hmm. the offense has got their problem. They're trying to gather it up, and you're trying to rally around the guy. But on defense, you do the same thing. Even though the guy's not on the field with you, you still rally for the team mm-hmm. with a young quarterback, even when you're playing defense. Uh, like, so I'm talking about the Jet defense. Coming. Yeah. They're going to rise. I mean, this is a team that's driven by their defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you're playing a Jet team that's going to – it's not their offense that's making it go. Yeah. So, with that, you just try to give, give your quarterback – as much opportunities as much as possible so you can put points on the board so you put all that weight on your shoulders so your offense can go out there and control the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Xavier, I was looking it up to make sure I had this right. You played Mike White last year when you were with Indy, right? I did. And he <laughs> like he kind of – did he come in in relief? He didn't start that game, did he? I don't bl- – actually, he did. I think he, he did. St- oh, yes, hurt. he did start he, the game. He, he ended up getting hurt. And he did get hurt. So, he you didn't really hurt. even get to see much mm-hmm. of him on the field. Yeah, so, how hurt. do you prepare when you really only have 
film to go off of for the most part, number one. And then number two, you've got a limited amount of game film to go off of. I mean, he's got five starts mm-hmm. in his career. So how do you kind of try to really get a feel? Like, you know, you play somebody like a Brady. Mm-hmm. You've probably played him like ten times. Like, you know what to expect. Yeah. How do you prepare for a guy like this with limited tape and limited on-field exposure? Um, you, first, you just look at the tendencies of the offense. And then after that, you just look at his tendency and who he like throwing to, okay. his check downs and everything else. But once you get that down, you know, how he ramp up, you know, who his favorite targets and, and, and who he like throwing to when he's under pressure. Like things like that, you, you get a feel for. And then after that, you know, like, uh, is he a check down quarterback? Is yeah. he not the one that like to take shots? You know, you get that feel. And once you get a feel for that, then. You know, you know what type of quarterback you're going against. Yeah. Give us a, all right. Last one for me. Just give us a synopsis of what you think this game should look like if it if it goes you guys' way. Uh, you know, what what's this defense? Oh, I know what Coach Frazier's list is. <laughs> right. I mean, less yeah. than 17 points. Right. Right. Hundred percent right. I mean, less than 17. I mean, we we <clears throat> definitely have to stop the run. Them guys been playing smash mouth football for a while now. Right. Definitely stop that, and not get Mike White going with 17. You know, that's yeah. going to be his guy. You mm-hmm. know, when it's, when it's, when he got to have it and he needs something to go for him, that's who he's going to. So we shut him down and stop Mike White from getting to him and shutting down the run, then we win in this game. Awesome, All right. Man. That good sounds stuff. good. Listen, Xavier, thanks for giving us some time here. Appreciate we appreciate it. you coming right off the field and staying right. rolling in here. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Stay healthy. Get a dub on Sunday, all right? That's That's Xavier Rhodes joining us here on One Bills Live. We will turn now to a guy we already talked about, Leslie Frazier, who's, yeah, Leslie Frazier, who's uh, addressing the media in the wake of the announcement that he is going to the college, Black College Football Hall of Fame. Your reaction to finding out that you're going to be inducted and what your thoughts are on it? Yeah, just uh, very humbled, Elena, just. You know, I have so much respect for some of the names on that list and some of the guys that have gone before me. Some I played with, like Walter Payton and, and, and was around Harold Carmichael for a long time with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, just very humbled, um, honored, and almost at a loss for words. I just, uh, you know, never would I have thought growing up uh, that this honor would have would have come, even when I was in college playing. And, you know, we're battling every week trying to get wins, and you're trying to do your best as a player not thinking that one day, you know, you'd be selected to the HBCU Hall of Fame and um, just uh, honored and, and very grateful and thankful. Yes. What have you heard from players and other coaches here at the facility today? Yeah, the players that are aware, I mean, they've been coming up and congratulating me and saying uh, congratulations uh, and, and, and how much respect they have for the honor and the fact that you know, I was voted to the Hall of Fame. So they've been really, really good and, and very positive uh, all, the way, all the way around. Has it sunk in for you yet? Not really. Uh, you know, you uh, when I got the call yesterday and then even today when they uh, did the press release, you know, it's, you're in the midst of getting ready for a big ball game. So it's hard, Catherine, to really focus on it. Uh, but when I was driving home last night, I was just so much in awe of the fact that, uh, that I've been chosen uh, for the Hall of Fame. And uh, it just... Just makes you very, very grateful, very thankful. Yes. Are you going to fire up your highlights for the guys? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll be pulling up no highlights. Uh, but, you know, it, it was a great experience when I was at, in college at Alcorn State uh, with some great players and coaches who really deserve 
this honor as much as I do. My coaches, Coach Marino Casa, my head coach, really was the inspiration for me. I mean, he challenged me and helped to shape me into who I am today. And I'll always be thankful for that experience. It was a great four years, and um, and, and it's led to this this moment. So very grateful. You've had a number of honors and accolades. What is special about this one? I think, Catherine, just when I look back and just know uh, what the history of black colleges is and what it has meant to uh, so many that look like me, and when I think about the great players that came before me and the impact they've had on the NFL, it just uh, humbles me to know that my name is by Mel Blunt or a Walter Payton or some of the other, Donnie Shell, some of the other great players uh, that have come before me. Just, uh, it means a lot. It means a lot to my college, uh, my, my, uh, my alma mater, Alcorn State, and you know, other HBCUs uh, across the, the, the country. Uh, so uh, it's, it's, an, it's an honor and one that I hope I'll be able to represent all historically black colleges and universities uh, in the right way. It means a lot in that respect. Who was it that called you? Like someone from the committee, another person in the a, hall? A, a former Buffalo Bill, uh, James Shaq Harris, uh, <laughs> called me yesterday morning and uh, informed me of the news. So uh, from one Buffalo Bill to another Buffalo Bill, uh, it just, you know, was, and he, of course, being a, a, a Hall of Famer, uh, a Grambling State University graduate, uh, it was special coming from him. I've known him for many, many years. We always tease uh, when Gremlin and, and Alcorn play one another. So uh, it was great to, to hear that and get that call from him. Um, Leslie, Bond was just on the McAfee show. He was asked about you. Okay. He was talking about how impressed he's been with you and how much you know he's watched your process and how much he's learned from you this year. When you have like a, a surefire future Hall of Famer, come in like this, who's seen so much in this league and talk like that about you. I mean, does that kind of gratify to you in, in, in a sense? Yeah, I mean, I have so much respect for Vaughn. Not only uh, as a player, he's been obviously great for us uh, and unfortunate, you know, with his injury. But uh, just, the, I've said this before, just the intangibles that he's brought to our team and, and what he's done with our young players. I uh, just have so much respect for how he goes about what he does and his process as well. And to hear you say that he had those words about myself, uh, I mean, it's, it's humbling to hear that. Uh, but I have a ton of respect for Vaughn and, and who he is and, and what he's accomplished in our league. Your family seen how much you've worked over the years and that sort of thing. What was their reaction when you got to share that with them? Oh, man. Uh, my wife and kids are uh, extremely uh, proud and, and, and happy, uh, you know, just hearing from my son and my daughter and just uh, and then my wife, who I met at Alcorn State, uh, just they were elated and excited, uh, and they were as excited about the nomination as, as the uh, actually the, the induction. So uh, just a proud moment, very proud moment. Yes. All right, so that's Bill's defensive coordinator, Leslie Frazier, talking about the announcement that he is part of the 2023 induction class for the Black College Football Hall of Fame due to his pretty productive three-year college career at Alcorn State where he had 20 interceptions in three seasons. <laughs> that's, and that's, that's a lot. That's racking them up. And, you know, that's back when they usually only had about 10, 11-game seasons. So 20 picks in about 30 games, that's, that's getting some work done. Yeah, that's, that's a good number. And, <laughs> and he went on also to have, you know, a good, really good pro career and was part of that legendary team there. And, and is, of course, he's been uh, 
a head coach in the NFL and, a, and an outstanding member of whatever coaching staff he's been a part of for, what, 35 years. And revered in that Buffalo locker Universally room. respected and revered and, and uh, loved by his, the players who play for him and the coaches who coach with him. Yeah, so congrats to Coach Frazier. Really happy for him. Um, the one thing I forgot to ask Xavier Rhodes, Steve, this team has not played a home game in like a month. Yeah, it's been a while. It's amazing. It's been a minute, yeah. They've only played four home games through the first 12 this season, due mainly to the fact that the home game against Cleveland got relocated to Detroit. But even then, you're talking four home games, and we've got five left. Five games left. Um, you know, they've obviously got the Jets – and the Dolphins coming up here, back-to-back home games right. for the first time this season, I think. And then you've got the one at the end against the Patriots. But you still have the Bears and the Bengals on the road. So Yeah, <clears throat> that's if you count the Cleveland Browns game as a road. It was yeah. supposed to be a home game. Now, it, it was wasn't. a road game for my road money. Ga- yeah, it was a road game. You and for everybody that was supposed to be at <laughs> the Cleveland right. game. This is the only time this year they've got back-to-back home games, the Jets and Dolphins, because of the Cleveland uh, relocation. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then they got two road – it's like we spent the entire season on the road. It's felt that way. You got two home – you got three home games out of your last five at home. Okay, that's great, except that, you know, the last three weeks of the season, two of those are on the road at Chicago and at Cincinnati. It's, it's – yeah, it feels like they've been on the road the entire – you remember the Pittsburgh game, I guess. What other game do we have here? That seems like it was in August. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and the Minnesota game. The Minnesota game. And the game Packers was here. game. Okay, the Packers game, the Tennessee game. I mean, it's like it's like a lifetime ago. It feels like. Oh my gosh. Oh like, my gosh. I was saying to myself, like, it does heck? feel like they've been I was on like, the road. When forever. was I in the stadium last? I mean, it feels like it's forever. It's nuts. It's crazy. I, I just I couldn't get my head around it, and I actually had like I had to actively think like the last time we were in the building was November thirteenth. Yeah, I mean it's going to be December tenth. That's a this month. weekend. It's been a month or eleventh. I mean, it's bizarre. It's yeah. just flat out bizarre. But man, some home cooking is going to be good for the Bills. We know the fans will be in a froth for that thing. So uh, that's nice. Get it's your a, lungs ready, everybody. Nice. It's a one o'clock game. At, like we have like one of those this year. It's the last one o'clock home game. It's the last one because uh, because of the Miami game getting moved to eight fifteen next Saturday night. Yeah, we haven't even really had we haven't really done that game justice yet. We'll get into that next week. That's, I know, but yeah. man, oh man, okay. and that's going to come up on us fast. Coming one day early to boot. Can't can just win this game, yeah, bro. Sleeve, just win it. I got you. I'm with you. Break time for us, Steve and I, to close things up next year on One Bills Live. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.